Mike Logan. I'm Gary Dalzinga. And, and this, this better, better be good. good. We're, we're talking like little kids because we're sitting crisscross applesauce on the ground in a hallway uh, upstairs at Studio Park because this place is too busy today. Too busy on a Tuesday night. But uh, it's This Better Be Good, and you know what it is. It's the weekly podcast where Mike and I talk about a movie before we see it, we go see it, and then we talk about it again after we see it. And this week we're seeing Birds of Prey. No, we're not. We're seeing Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. And the fantabulous emancipation of the one. They got rid of all that. That is so fucking stupid. Yeah, they changed the name yesterday because the movie did so poorly at the box office. <gasps> and they thought that... Changing it to Harley Quinn. Would get more people to come in. Well, you know why? Because all these negative reviews are shitting on the idea that it's called Birds of Prey, even though when it comes to the comics, it's not... Like, Harley Quinn wasn't in the Birds of Prey or something? No, Harley Quinn is separate from the Birds of Prey, but the Birds of Prey are in this movie. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, God. But... Fucking fanboys. <laughs> um, so the movie uh, is sitting at an, uh, 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. It dropped from the first time I sent you that screen grab. But um, the j- reviews have been generally favorable. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have been praising the action in this movie. Interesting. A, a running theme I've seen is that it's some of the most inventive action scenes, fight scenes, in superhero movies. That's fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I like Jude Law, too. I fucking love Jude Law, I forgot Law, he's man. in this. Yeah, he like plays him. the bad guy. Apparently, he chews up all the scenery and Ooh. stuff. Um, I thought uh, Ewan McGregor was a bad guy. Yeah, what did I say? Jude Law? Yeah, Jude yeah. Law, yeah. I he just was... saw that poster for Rhythm Section on the way oh, in. Oh, okay. So I thought... Yeah, Ewan McGregor is in this Yes, movie. and he is much better than Jude Law. Yes. They're both great, but Ewan's better. Come on. Um, yeah, hello. Yeah, I was just um, Douchebag. Um, but yeah, I, I, so I did not like Suicide Squad. Hated I, it. I said myself, along with a bunch of other people, did not like the movie. What year was that? Um, 2016? 2017? I think 2016. Well, regardless, it was my least favorite movie of that year. Yeah, it was not a good movie. People, a lot of people say their favorite part of the movie is Harley Quinn or Deadshot. Personally, I thought that I thought that Margot Robbie was fine as Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um, I like Margot Robbie. I think she's a very talented actress. Yeah. Obviously. Um, do I think? Do I like Harley Quinn? No. No. Never. Not that much. No. Nope. Like, um, so I was uh, optimistic that she could play her, uh, but then it's like the movie was terrible. So the first thought I had leaving the theater was not mm, more of this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What is the point? I didn't want to see that movie at all. And I hope that this at least kind of picks up from where that left off, where she escapes the prison with Joker. Spoiler, if you wanted to see a shit movie. Um, Joker is not in this movie at all. He is not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll really pick up. I know the plot of this movie is she is broken up with Joker. They're not together anymore. And then she gets uh, involved with some drug mob people, and then she needs the help of the birds of prey. Um, This movie... It's gonna suck. You know, I don't think it's gonna suck. I, 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 I think it's won't. gonna be fine. Like, I'm not gonna ever, I'll leave it being like, yeah, that wasn't a waste of my last two hours. Yeah. But I'll probably never watch it again. Like, that's kind of what I think. I, I just, I have no expectations. I'm going yeah. in with nothing. So, uh, I mean, it's DC, so it can really go one way or the other when it comes to DC movies. But, man, I mean, coming off of Suicide Squad, that is the worst movie they've ever put out. And what was the name of uh, the, the the Asian chick? Was her name Katana? Katana, yeah. Yeah, her her sure. blade traps the souls of those she kills. Wow. <laughs> and she doesn't do that at all during the movie. She never does it once. Nope. Oh. That movie was terrible. That movie is so bad. So what are we, some sort of suicide squad? <laughs> Fuck that movie. So oh, bad. the fucking dancing villain. The villain would just dance. Like, that was her whole thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Enchantress. 
Just, yeah. Her, just fucking Ka- doing Cara, Shakira shit. Cara Delevingne, I think her name is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally wasted in that movie. Yeah, completely. Most people were wasted in the movie. Fucking Jai Courtney. You know what? I will say this about Jai Courtney. He wasn't bad in the movie. Uh, my least favorite scene goes to Chai. Chai. Jai Courtney, where he, um, he, what does he say? He says something to the effect of, uh, oh, I'm leaving. So then he leaves. Yeah. And then the Suicide Squad gets back together and he just comes back for no reason. Drinking a beer, yeah, yeah. Monster. He was drinking Monster oh, Energy right, drinks yeah. the whole movie. And you're like, this is the dumbest fucking thing. And he left as like a comedic moment where it's like, well, the beacons are turned off. You guys can leave. And then he just bolts and gets out of there. And then like, everyone in the bar is still having conversations about how they're going to get back together. And like, we should, yeah, we should really take down Enchantress. Blah. It's like a, you know, a music cues. And then he fucking walks back in chugging another monster. And it's like, why? How far away was he? <laughs> Two feet? Why? And waiting for them to see? You're like, come on. And it's like some of the movies played for humor, and if, if there it's is, it's got tonal issues uh, all over so, the place. So all over the place. If there is humor in this movie, I just hope that it's funny. Yeah. Because uh, if it's not, then it's a bad movie. Like I said, I'm looking forward to Ewan McGregor. I think there's, he can't be bad in a movie. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, even he even elevated the Star Wars prequels, which weren't that great. Yeah. But he was great in them. Um, he was the chosen one. <laughs> And he had the high ground the whole time. So, he did. Know. Good for him. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I hope that they make this character more interesting than she was in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Because um, she is an interesting character. She's really smart. She has like a PhD in the comics. Um, but like, I feel like they don't really play on that. Uh, they didn't at least in Suicide Squad. And now I think that this is like a fully fleshed out Harley Quinn movie. Maybe we get like a decent Harley Quinn character on screen. In. Yeah. Well, she's supposed to be under the... Um... What's the word I'm trying to think of? She's supposed to be under the like spell, basically. Under my I just um, literally just thought of Scott Pilgrim. Great song, but um, she's like under the spell of Joker the whole time. So when she leaves him, I mean, is she still crazy? Like what? I mean, Joker made her crazy. Yeah. So I mean, like she's gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. That's like her thing. I don't know. I just hope there's some. I hope it's more grounded. Yeah, it's not gonna be. <laughs> See, well, you can be grounded, but not like I, okay. What a rhyme ground that I can't even play video games. I want like a Bad Boys 3. Man, that movie was way better than it needed to be. It really was. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very grounded in comparison with Bad Boys 2. Mm-hmm, they weren't throwing and cars. Bad Boys 2 is like a suicide squad of the, except ba- I still enjoy Bad I Boys 2. I love Bad Boys 2. Because it's just over the top, but like fun. Suicide Squad is over the top, but not fun so in not the fucking fun. slightest. So. Blue sky beam in the sky, come on. Ugh. So I hope this is good. I don't know. Also, speaking of shitty villains that weren't always super shitty, I just I've been rewatching all the Marvel movies with uh, yeah. Rebecca. Well, she's watching for the first time. I've been watching. We watched Doctor Strange last night. I forgot how really good that movie is. It's fantastic. It's, a, it's probably one of the best MCU it, movies. It is, and I don't know why people don't put it at the top of their list more. Doctor it's, Strange is really. It's good. fantastic from the creativity of the action scenes to the boss fight, like mm-hmm. him fighting Dormammu using his logic and shit. Really good movie. Bennett Cumberbatch gets a great character arc. Yes. Like, I, 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 spike, I think he's got the best single movie character arc of any Marvel character. It's incredible. I, I loved Doctor Strange. Yeah, really good movie. And I think that I, more people should respect it. I don't know why they don't. I, I don't understand. Haters gonna hate. I, they do. Masturbator's gonna bait. Man, and uh, Incredible Hulk is still my least favorite. Not mine. I can't believe you like Dark World better than Incredible Hulk. They're the same par. I mean, the Incredible Hulk is just so... It... uh, (laughs) It's so bad, but it thinks it's so good. Oh, so quote Peter Griffin when talking about why he did not care for The Godfather. It insists upon itself. (laughs) Mm, There you go. But Dark World is like just... The only problem with that one is just tonally. 
And the and, plot. And while the plot's not the worst thing. And the villain. Well, the villain, they just put um, Eccleston in a bunch of fucking makeup. Yeah, it was. Which is the bad, bad choice anytime that happens in a Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, or it's like making a CGI character, except like Josh Brolin is the face of Thanos. Like mm. you can see him there, but there's like CG uh, Steppenwolf from Justice League. Mm, fully what the CG. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? They built his whole body in a computer. Yeah. So, yeah. There's that. But I, I mean, I, I, I think Dark World and uh, Incredible Hulk are on the same level for me. Uh, both very bad. So. Let's talk about this movie. We did just for like a while. I know. It's uh, we got to get in there soon. Yeah, we're actually kind of early for once. Yeah. Kind of, not like too early. Enough, early enough to pee beforehand. Um, I'm ready to rate. Oh, bold predictions. Yeah. Go bold. bold predictions. All right. Here's my bold prediction. <laughs> Idiots. Here's my bold prediction. Um, again, after the, stip- the stipulation we talked about last week, where I was just like, sometimes I think I need to make them so bold that it doesn't ruin the movie for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, my bold prediction is that Batman will appear in this movie at one point and, and slap Ewan McGregor in the face. That would be fun. <laughs> but what and Bat- it's Robert Pattinson Batman. And it's got to be Robert yeah. Pattinson Batman. Well, I think they already learned from Suicide Squad that they just don't need to put Batman in a movie. Yeah, Ben Affleck is in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. God, what a bad movie. Um, my bold prediction is that... Uh, she's gonna rip up a picture of her and uh, Joker. Oh, dude, that's not even a bold prediction. That's definitely gonna happen. But I mean, what Joker's it gonna be? <laughs> like, it's like the fucking Adam West Joker. Yeah. Uh, Caesar, what's his name? Uh, uh, Cesaro. Caesar Romero. Caesar Romero. Uh, is it that? I don't know. It's something like that. It, it'll be uh, it'll be <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just goes on a tirade about cow's milk. <laughs> it's just I want to hear the Joker laughing at the end, and it's just. <laughs> really good. Or the, I like his fake laugh that he does. When his, his bottle is like, ah! Yeah, yeah. It's like Spongebob. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's better than this movie will be. So yeah, we're, that's a really good repartee going on. You want to rate it? Yes, I do. Um, I think this movie's going to be super mediocre, but I, I did spoil a little bit by accidentally, not accidentally, but I read a fucking review. Oh. And, um, and so I do think, not spoil, but I mean, like, I do, I'm looking forward to, like, this action, action. supposed to be really good. And I think that's going to elevate it above what I think it's going to be for me, so I'm going to give it a five and a half. Ooh, wow. Okay. Five and a half. I'm going to go in giving it a five, because uh, I have no expectations, so it can go either way. Mm-hmm. I'm really just, if, if it tries to be funny, it better be funny. And uh, special effects, I'm whatever. With oh, someone's drumming over there. With um, what are they fucking doing? <laughs> the drum alone of this song. With um, special effects, I'm I'm not really surprised anymore by them. But uh, you know, I've seen some awful CGI. So if this is like on par with being okay, I'm fine with that. I don't know, I'm just giving it a 5 out of 10. 5, uh... Oh, I didn't even give it a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a 5 and a half, uh... And you're going to love hers. Out of 10. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give it 5... <laughs> out of 10s. Oh, I should have given it 5. Mr. J! That's what I should have given it. There you go. Uh, well, you can change it. Yeah, I'm going to give it a... Fuck it, you already heard it. Um, <laughs> you're going to hear a couple ads in the trailer, and then we will be right back. Harlequin is a Harlequin's role is to serve. It's nothing without a master. No one gives two shits who we are 
beyond that. The Joker and I broke up. I wanted a fresh start. But it turns out I wasn't the only dame in Gotham looking for emancipation. Spectacular news! Miss Quinn, she brought me. Who are you guys? Said broad lady woman, and on occasion, bitch. Bitch? What are you talking What's about? That for me, will you? Hello, Welcome back. Welcome <laughs> back. Uh, we just saw uh, Birds of Prey. You just heard some ads in a trailer. And um, who wants to go first? Me, Garrett, you? I mean, you got food in your mouth. Get him, Garrett. Um, yeah, Harley Quinn, colon, Birds of Prey. Who oh boy. I, uh,. Not a fan. I'll start with that. Um, I mean, there's things in the movie that are like cool, but then there's also things that it's it's just. It, I think it's just so hard to not compare a movie to another movie, and I really need to realize that I shouldn't do that. But the whole time I'm watching it, I'm just like, you know, I'm comparing cinematography and all that stuff to Is other movies. No, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, not not the biggest fan. I mean, some of the acting in it was kind of cheesy, and uh, I don't know. It's not, I, I feel like people are just going to be listening to the music of this in the background. But yeah, what do you what do you what are your thoughts? Maybe, um, maybe I, I can build off that because I don't have a, I don't know how to feel about this movie. I cannot say whether or not I flat out liked it or flat out didn't like it. Um, I do know there are things I liked about it and things I didn't like about it. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I thought the plot was really weird and generic and pretty basic. Yep. Um, I thought, aside from the action scenes, which were really well done, really well choreographed fight scenes, well shot, but between those, it was really boring. But when you hyped up, like you're like, oh, there's innovative action. I was like, watching it, I'm like, no, there <laughs> was not. The, the fight choreography was. It was it impressive was, fight choreography. It was fine. I mean, like I'm expecting, ooh, raid redemption level. And then, but for superhero how often, movies, yeah, I was gonna say, well, how often do you then, get like this kind of fight choreography in a superhero? I, I guess, film? but then again, you're, you're like secret, uh, uh, not secret, um, Black Widow when she's like introduced as Black Widow in Iron Man Two, like that's fucking amazing. That shit is really good. Any any fight scenes with her doing stuff like Avengers Infinity War Endgame, like like this is. And uh, uh, the scene with uh, Nicole Kidman and Aquaman, that was way better than any of this. That one fight scene. I don't scene. agree with that. Really? I don't agree with Man. that. Man. 
Alright. Uh, I hated the, um, uh, th this isn't a spoiler, but the amusement park fight scene. Really? I did not, like, I was like, this, they're putting, like, like, if they're jumping on, like, a trampoline or yeah. whatever. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. I enjoyed this, the hell out of that. I, uh, I enjoyed so the hell out of that. dumb to me. We are, we are Ebert and Siskel today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, um, like I said, so parts of the movie were really boring between the action scenes. I liked, I enjoyed the way the action was shot. I enjoyed the choreography. I thought, I don't, maybe I just don't like the character Harley Quinn. I don't. On film. I don't at all. Like, I, don't, I don't think I was a really big fan of her in the animated series, um, which I loved as a kid. But like, something about the character, just to me, it's just boring. Yeah. Like, it's it's fine. It has its moments, but I'm just like, there are more there are more interesting characters in this movie than her. 100%. Huntress was an interesting Huntress character. I would uh, rather, actually, when she was fighting, I was like, that's the, her fight choreography is the best fight choreography, and I'd rather watch a movie of her. I would take, I would give me a two-hour Huntress movie, because yep. I, I thought her character was more interesting, more entertaining to watch. Yep. Um, and also, I, I I said this in the pre. Hugh McGregor is a goddamn national treasure. He is. Like we're gonna expat him over here and make him our national treasure. Because he was one, so good in this movie. He was really good. And then there's that one scene where it's just you know what I'm talking about. It's like real dark. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it was so tonally weird that I didn't laugh at a single thing he did after that. You think that ruined the character for you? Well, 100. I don't think he did anything funny after that though. No, but I think. Reflecting back on it, I'm sure there were some things that it could have been seen as funny, but because of that, it's like. Well, I think it, it changed really the character on purpose, honestly. Interesting. Like, it okay. felt it felt like a really del deliberate move, like he'd finally come unhinged, because he was always kind of straddling the line of being unhinged. Yeah. But it was still very comical, and you didn't really take him that seriously as a villain yeah. until that switch happened, and then in the rest of the movie, it's like he's a very serious villain. Well, then what was the point in making him funny to begin with? Well, you know, he was just a funny guy, and then he wasn't having fun anymore. Huh. But I mean, I, it's a shame when a movie that's... I, I think it's a more accurate title for the film is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Imagination of Harley Quinn because I feel like her name should be at the end of the title. Yeah, because she's the second. Because she kind of plays second fiddle in her own movie to better characters. And even and all the other characters were so underdeveloped. She's also narrating it. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, how does she know the events of the whole thing if there was never... She's omniscient. She's like Deadpool. Yeah, but it's not Deadpool. Like, it's like Deadpool... People are saying that this is also the equivalent of Deadpool in the DC universe, but it's like, it's not funny. So the the, the only funny parts, I think, were Ian McGregor and then the um, stuff with his, you know, underling or whatever. Like Zaz. his, his uh, henchman. Zaz. Yeah. That stuff was fun, but... I don't know. It was uh, once again. I think it's like the Pratt. It's the same Pratt Falls that Suicide Squad suffered from. It's not as bad as Suicide Squad, mm. but to me, it's just like it's the same thing. Where I tonally all over the place. Not a fan. I was laughing one second and then not the other because and I'm only laughing because of what Ewan McGregor did. I, I really feel like in the first half of this movie. I was enjoying it, and then by the second half, I was like, this is, I don't like it anymore. Well, the problem is, when you get to the end of these superhero movies, they all divulge into the exact same thing. All the bad guys meet up, and the good guys meet up at a certain place, and there's yeah. no civilians there, and they have a big old brawl. That's yeah. Like, that's why we were talking about Doctor Strange earlier. Like, that movie really subverts expectation of, like, yes. big boss fights. Because it's like a smart battle between two people. Yeah. As opposed to, like, you know, no sky beam, no fucking clone version, like, yeah. evil version of a person. Like, it was a creative end to a superhero movie and when you get to this point where you've got 50 superhero movies that exist 
it's hard to become creative when it comes to ending them. Well, how about uh, uh, Shazam, which we didn't talk about in the pre, mm. but Shazam, I would say, is very original when it comes to that. I mean, there's still obviously the you know the the big um, faceless kind of henchman thing and the monsters in the amusement park. Yeah. Um, but that was like good and tonally it was consistent the entire it knew what it was the it movie. was always fun and funny and then this was like that but then you have some scary characters which I can deal with but you can't have them be completely hilarious in the beginning and then all of a sudden there's a, a flip and you're like well now the character that I really liked in this movie is kind of just taken away from me yeah so I mean Mark Strong was like it, it, okay so in Shazam he was always diabolical Mm. But it, he was—he took himself so seriously that that's where the humor came from. Yeah, this is like, uh, Ewan McGregor's like dancing at one point. You're like, this is so fucking outlandish. And then the the scene in question, which I mean, I don't know if you guys it's we can spoiler alert right now. There's not a ton of spoilers in this movie. It's pretty by the numbers. It's movie, really but. by the numbers. Like the the character that you think is going to be like you know becoming a part of the team, which is evil, is like. You know they're they're good and they have to go with the whatever. It's uh it's it's very basic. It's a basic bitch movie. There you go. Uh, I'm kidding, but really, I don't know. So the scene in question this is a spoiler, but the scene in question is like, um, Ewan McGregor uh, screams like Roman. Yeah, he screams fucking uh, Black Mask. So he screams fucking is like uh, is is you know, dance set. It's a set. They're like, I've never seen a movie that made everything look like a set. You know what I mean? Like, the, the decoration. You know, I will say, most Batman movies do look like they're sets. Like, very rarely, except yeah. for some of the Christopher Nolan, not even all of the Christopher Nolan stuff, but there's a lot of scenes and even Christopher Nolan ones where, like, it just never seems that they're shooting in any kind of real location. Well, I mean, there's a difference between... I mean, like, a real interior. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're inside somewhere, for sure. But it just seems like this doesn't make sense as to, like, like his dance club. Mm. It's like, this is, oh, this is a set. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I feel like I'm not making sense. I think the sense. problem, I think that's because, have you ever been to a club that looks like that? No. They do exist. And they're really, when you're in them, you don't feel like you're in a real place. Oh, okay. I went to a club like that in Chicago that was just, like, over the top. Like, girls twirling from fucking... Stuff in the ceiling, yeah. three stories, people just dancing, bodies everywhere. But back. if I, but if I mean that happened in Bad Boys Three as well, which we just saw, and that didn't, that seemed like a dance club. It didn't seem like a oh they're filming in a set. Well, I don't think it this seems like it doesn't help that you never really got a full view of what the entire place looked like. And I actually thought of Predators or the what is it, what is it called? The, the last Predator? one. Yeah, the last one we saw, which there's the no Predator. Yeah, there's no spatial awareness, so you have no idea where you are in a scene or anything like that. Yeah. That's exactly how this movie felt too, with like you know the dance club and. And then also the uh, the amusement park at the end, like you just feel like you're not. I, it wasn't engaging or engrossing. I just I don't know. And then also just coming off of the heels of Joker, which made Gotham a character. Yes. This felt like, you know, it didn't. I mean, it's like it also is like oh we blocked off everything. It just felt like I was watching a movie. Like it wasn't an immersive experience. It's so interesting. Even though Shazam wasn't like that at all, I felt like we're actually at a high school. Yeah. I felt like we're actually at the home that these people live in. It didn't feel lived in at all, which yeah. we talk about it continually on the podcast. And it's all, and on top of that, the writing's not good. 
and then also the for me costume design and I love too where they're like well the um, Margot Robbie was talking about how her costume in Suicide Squad was so male gazy and then this one I'm like you wear like booty shorts like you're still showing some skin I'm like, hey, she's still attractive. Like, I don't know what... I was expecting her to walk around in fucking turtleneck sweaters. I don't know what I was expecting. This is crazy. And then in the IMDb trivia, it said, uh, no one in the movie wore a skirt. Wow, great. Because she's fucking wearing shorts. It's yeah, they the wear same. booty shorts. What are you doing? Uh, I don't know. I mean... This movie is, is like, waste potential. It's a fucking mess. I mean... You get Rosie Perez in your film and you barely use her. Yeah. And when you do use her, it doesn't make any sense. The girl who played Black Canary was fine, but she just kind of seemed like she was just there. I liked her a lot, actually. I thought she was good. But at the same time, oh, who I did not like was the, little the girl. kid. She was yeah. a terrible actress. Yeah, she was not good. Mm. Cassandra Kane. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, this was... It was... The, yeah, so what I was saying... So all my things that I said... Uh, so writing's not good. The set direction, costume design, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then also, on top of it, the fucking plot, which we mentioned at the beginning. But yeah. it is so basic. It really is. It is depressed. Like, my boss wants a diamond. Like, that's the that's plot of the movie. I mean, I'd rather watch Uncut Gems with Ewan McGregor. Come on, man. Adam Taylor just got New McGregor's character from this movie trapped in the fucking glass doorway. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather see that. Watch him just freak out for two hours. I mean, this like and like I said, Joker. It made Gotham a city. This felt they shot in L.A. They shot in California. Well, you can tell that's why there's so many interiors. Yeah, you're like this is fucking not good. I don't know. Like nothing seemed seedy. Gotham's supposed to be. That, I, I really got the vibe, like the whole Chinese restaurant in the corner with the apartment above. Like that whole I set that. area was the only thing that I felt that yeah, reminded yeah, yeah. me of like New York or Gotham City. Yeah. That the rest of the movie was just like I didn't I never felt a sense of that I was in Gotham, like you said. I had no sense of like the whole scene where she's getting chased or whatever through the streets and it's like walking mm. down alleys and she's just like focusing out on the sandwich that she's getting I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Also that sandwich did look really good. It did. Uh I don't know, man. It was it was just... It was just very mad, that movie. It was very mad. It was very middle of the road. I mean, no wonder they buried it in February. That's never a good sign, either. Dude, they when buried they it in bur- February, and it made $20 million less than they projected it to. Uh-huh. I didn't even go over the numbers in the first part. This movie debuted Thursday night. It made $33 million opening weekend. Yeah. On a budget of $82 million, which is a pretty low budget for the kind of film that it is. Yep. But they're projected to make fifty to fifty-two million. They need to recoup two hundred and at least two hundred fifty or three hundred million dollars to like make a profit on this movie. And so far, their worldwide cube seventy-seven million. That is so bad. So that's why they did the whole redirect. They pivoted and changed the name of the movie because they think people just didn't know it was a Harley Quinn film. I mean, comic book fans are gonna go to anything regardless, right? Well, depending. DC's got a pretty bad track record. Well, a pretty hit and miss track record. Yeah, but I mean, Aquaman crushed, and then also um, Shazam crushed, Wonder and Woman, Joker obviously. crushed, Wonder Woman crushed, but it's like, the, I think it's just the trailers, like, this did not look like a good movie, and I think people are really, like, but then also Suicide Squad crushed, so if people liked Suicide Squad, but that trailer a lot was of amazing. People, yeah, the trailer was. The trailer for Suicide Squad made that movie like I'm like, oh, this is it. They're redeeming themselves. But I mean, this was just not good. It's. It sh- uh, I feel so. I feel so bad for pretty much everyone involved because 
It's like, it could have been good. I mean, you got an engaging character with Ewan McGregor. Who uh, they blew up real good. Yeah, and but man, that tonal shift was really weird for me. Yeah, so that scene, which I've been kind of skirting around, is uh, she, uh, some girl's like laughing, and then with, with an obnoxious laugh. I thought yeah. it was like, you know what's weird? If he would have, if he would have like shot her in the in the club, like yeah, so she's laughing right after he did something in the club. She's inadvertently laughing at something else. Yeah, he just found out some really bad news. Yeah. So he swore out, he's like, fuck! And then this woman is laughing. And it's hilarious when he screams because he's over the top. Yeah. And then he, like, immediately pivots to her direction. And then... He like walks over to her. And says, What's so funny, Erica? And it's just hilarious. I love the way he's Erica. Yeah. And then he demands that she gets on top of the table, starts dancing, ridicules her dress, makes her strip her dress off. No, makes her date dance cut first. the dress off. Yeah, her date cuts the dress off, and then she's like shaking visibly. It's fucking it's really, really uncomfortable. uncomfortable. And then the scene cuts, and you're just like, wait, what the fuck? Like out of nowhere in this movie. So for me, and then nothing else that dark happened the rest of the time either. Like, if what I'm saying is, if he would have shot her, and it was like, all right, everybody back. Like he goes like right back to the character. I mean, it's still fucked up and jarring, but at the same time, there's an alleviation after the scene. Yeah. Which is like Jesus. He is, you know, crazy, but he's still the same character. I feel like he cut off. He had. Well, and that's also a thing too. Is like he has he has everybody else do the violence for him. Mm-hmm. So he has like uh, you know a, a guy get his face cut off while he's hanging upside down earlier. But the it's week. played for laughs. But it's played for laughs. It's really disturbing. <laughs> and he throws the chunk of face on the ground, and then he threatens later to like cut off Harley Quinn's face, and he's like, and I'm gonna pickle it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like it's all weird and topsy turvy and silly. Well, like, even my favorite line of the movie is when he was like. He's showing um, Black Canary around his apartment. Yeah. He's got all these, like, African trunken heads. Mm. And he's talking about this one trunken head, and he's just like, look at it, with his little ears and his haircut. <laughs> but think about it, this guy's a thousand years old. Now he's just an ornament in my living room. Ew. Mm, ew. <laughs> it's so funny. You, I, I don't like the idea that you have something that fucking funny with something that fucking disturbing from the same character. And it's... It's not played for laughs. It's really uncomfortable. And it just seems like it's out of place. I mean, there's See, no... See, I think, I think they do it on purpose. I think they did, but I don't think it's a good call. Like, that's great that that was on purpose, but it's not a good... It was really just weird and disturbing for me. No, I'm okay. Yeah, it's very, very strange. So, there's that, but... Yeah, um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Mm, that dessert looked good. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I don't know. I think we should rate this and then well, talk about what um, were our bold predictions. The Oscars. Mine was I knew mine wasn't gonna come true. Uh, mine was Batman um, shows up. The Batman shows up at some point and like smacks Harley Quinn in the face. So oh, mine was Joker was in it and I was right. Yours was that she would rip up a picture of That's Joker. That's true. <laughs> but she did throw darts at a picture. She did. I, th- I did think picture. of your prediction yeah. when she did it. Um, yeah. Kofi Cockburn. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> poor guy, poor guy, poor names. awful name. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah, boop. Yeah, I think this movie was fine. It wasn't as good. I didn't think it was gonna be that good, but it wasn't as good as I thought it was gonna be. If that makes any sense. I was hoping it would be good, but it was really. I mean, I was enjoying it enough up until that moment, mm. and it really threw it for me. Like it was, it was a 
movie that you can just write off as like, a, ah, it was fine. But for me, that was the turning point. Then I like started picking it apart, everything else that happened. And that's probably on me, but man, I did not fucking like it after that. All right, well, so. I'm going to give this movie a five. Yeah, it was go. very middle of the road for me. Uh, the only reason it doesn't get lower than a five is Ewan McGregor, honestly. Yeah. Like, he that first it. half. And Mary Elizabeth Winstead was really good as uh, Huntress, but, like, they barely gave her shit to do. Yeah. I mean, no one had... Like, they become the birds of prey at what? The fucking There's, like, 20, 20 minutes, minutes left in the movie. It, it's like you haven't learned anything from Fantastic Four. And that's the thing, You too. mean Fantastic Four stick? <laughs> There's so many superhero movies and how no one's learning from any of these. There's so many fucking movies. How you're not learning from any of these yeah. and just going for it. It's throwing money at something and uh, it's hopefully it's good and it's just not. Be so, better, Hollywood. Be better. Hey, if you want to make a good movie, just make, make a, a good, good movie. movie. Jesus. That's going to be our t-shirts if we ever get merchandise. You want to make a good movie, just make a good movie. Um, so, yeah, I give it five. Um, is that a snot bubble? Out of ten, that's good. Uh, I'm gonna go lower. I'm gonna give it a uh, three. I think a three. I really did not like this movie. Um, I was in. That's when, I, like I say, I was enjoying it until halfway through, and then that weird turn. I didn't like it, and uh, that made it like tonally all over the place. I started reflecting on everything else. Also, when she's like storming into the police or the, I the building, I see. That, I fucking hated that. I hated the evidence. It room. made no sense to me how no no officer shot her. Yeah, and I'm just like, ah, oh, it was just. It and was I kept trying to explain away my brain. I'm like, well, she's using non-lethal force, but it's like non-lethal force many, can be used deadly. Yeah. Also, uh, how many people have been shot in the back while they're you know fleeing a scene? Come on. Well, she's now. white. So. Yeah. So she, she I mean, she, you can't kill her. She's uh, albino as well. She is very very pale. So I'm gonna give it three. Um, now it's just in my living room. <laughs> Ew. Out of ten. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> he was so good. He was really good. All right, let's talk about the old, uh, the, uh, the, the, the stuffy, stupid, fucking everyone preaching their messages awards. The Oscars. The I Oscars. didn't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with it at all. If you, I have a problem with the format of the Oscars. I just, don't, I think it's too stuffy. It's, it's a very oh, unentertaining show to watch. For sure. Um, and I just feel like, I. <laughs> I get like you're you have a platform and you can say whatever you want. I understand that. I I, I just feel like I watch if I'm watching an award show and I watch someone accept something, like I don't I don't need to be lectured like, about shit I already know about. Yeah. Like I already know like we're fucking up the environment. I already know people don't like Trump. I already know that like we shouldn't be like you know farm farming cattle the way we do. Like well, maybe, I know all this. Maybe stuff. they're not talking to you, Mike. But see, here's my problem. Is like. And this is like, this is a really thin line because I'm like, I'm, in my mind, I'm like, they're entertainers. They should be entertaining. And I'm like, the only reason you would televise an awards event like this is to entertain people. Yeah. But are we being entertained when it's just being lectured at the whole show? Are you entertained by acceptance speeches to begin with? Did you see like, Adam Sandler's acceptance speech at the Independent Film Spirit well, Awards? that was great. That was like, a great I mean, speech. Yeah, but that's also the Independent Spirit Awards. So. Yeah, but I mean, Jim Carrey, when he wins awards, he gets great fucking speeches. Yeah. Um, that woman, I don't know who she was, one of the producers of Parasite, she gave an amazing speech where she just mm-hmm. kind of roasted... Uh, Bong Joon Ho. Ah, uh, Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, that's fun. But um, but I mean, like, and yeah, like, I enjoyed Joaquin Phoenix's speech about um inclusion because I do feel like that's a conversation that nobody has, especially in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But like, every celebrity always preaches about like being vegan. Like, I get it. I get it. I understand what we do is like inhumane, and I get it. And I, I try to do my best to like I go meatless Mondays. That's like the best I do. Um, but like. It's like something that's been beating our heads in not only in film but like in the media all the time. 
I don't know. It's just... Yeah. I mean, I just... I don't really have a problem with it. I didn't watch any of it. I just... I know that these things are bad, but I don't have a problem with it. I, I, I focus more on, you know, the stuff that... Um, I guess... I don't know. I think... Most, I, don't, I don't know. I think almost every movie deserved to win that one, except for uh, Toy Story 4. What was the best animation? I think... Toy Story 4 won it, but yeah. I think that Klaus should have won it. Didn't I see haven't it. seen Klaus, but the animation that goes into it is revolutionary. Wow. Like, it's 2D animation that looks 3D, and they did it all by hand. It's impressive, wow. and it did not win. <laughs> um, I mean, well, maybe it's not a good movie. Maybe it's just the animation that's good, but the movie that itself be, is yeah. not good. Also, not a lot of people saw that movie. That's um, also another reason. But um, Parasite won Best Director, Best Film, uh, Best Picture. Best Screen? Best yes, best screenplay. Adapted screenplay went to uh, Jojo Rabbit, Taika Waititi. Yeah. Um, Brad Pitt won best supporting actor. Oh, deserved. I don't know any of the other acting awards. Um, best actor was Joaquin Phoenix for yeah. Joker. Best film, Parasite. We said best uh, best actress, Laura Dern, baby. Did you see that Laura Dern clip from? Yes, the I did. Yeah. <laughs> Laura Dern, Laura Dern. <laughs> um, I saw else? a woman on the way here. Like, swear to God, looked just like Laura Dern. Oh, weird. She was in, I don't know, one of those re- restaurants on the way here. And I just looked at her, I was like, dude, is that fucking Laura Dern? No, she's definitely not in Grand Rapids. Renee Zellweger won Best Actress? Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Laura Dern won Best, Best Supporting Actress. Yeah, for Marriage Best Story. Actress was the director uh, Bong Joon-ho. Renee Zellweger. Music score. Joker. It deserved it. Hmm. It was great. Also a woman. So there's that. Foreign language film, Parasite. Original screenplay, Parasite. Maybe they already knew they were going to get Parasite all these things, so they just said, fuck it with the nominees. Maybe that's the reason Greta Gerwig didn't get nominated, but I still stand by she should have been nominated for Little Women. Elton John and Bertie Toffin won again. How many, how many Oscars have they won? What'd they win for? Rocket uh, Man? Yes, I'm going to love me again. Oh, that's not that good of a song. It's not the best song in that movie. No, it's not. Cinematography, Roger Deakins, 1917. Goddamn Sound right. mixing, 1917. Uh, what do we Visual effects, 1917. Yeah. That's kind of surprising. That is very surprising. surprising. It should have been Endgame, to be honest with you. I mean... The fact that Endgame didn't get any recognition for... It should have been nominated for Best Picture as well. I think when you take Endgame into... When you take what all the MCU has done into account, there's no way Endgame doesn't get nominated for Best Picture. I don't... Well, once again, I mean, we have this conversation where we're just like, everyone that won should have won. But then also, you're like, well, people that should have got recognition didn't get recognition. And that's, once again, why I don't give two fucks about the Academy. It almost is like the Academy was listening to our podcast for the last two years. I'm sure. And they're like, oh, maybe we should give it to Parasite. Ford v. Ferrari won, too. For what? Sound editing and sound, I think it's sound mixing. I guess that makes sense with uh, car stuff. Uh, Production design. No, that's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, that makes sense, too. I mean, they all make sense. Oh, film editing and sound editing. As long as it's not Shakespeare in love. Jesus Christ, I can't believe that one. I can. Wasn't like controversy that they like paid off the Academy to get the. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, whatever. Who cares? It's the Oscars. You know what won't get nominated for an Oscar? Anything directed by a woman. Well, no, I was gonna. Well, I mean, this is, but Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, you know what the best part of the movie was the trailer for uh, Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> yeah. That, um, look, that looks good. That movie does look really good. Patty Jenkins. I'm glad she came back. You see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Looking Sam for Raimi. They're looking for Sam, they're, I and Sam Raimi. That'd I be Sam fun. Raimi. Dude, that, oh, there's nothing I love more than a Sam Raimi movie. <laughs> Even Spider-Man 3. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's guilty pleasure. It's guilty. And I really think Spider-Man... I, I will go on record in saying this. I think Spider-Man don't, 3... Don't do it. Don't do it. I think Spider-Man 3 was him saying fuck you to the studio. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say it was a good movie. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. But I think he made it bad on purpose because he's like, look, fuck you guys. Because they demanded three villains. And he's like, no, no, no. We're going the lizard. And they're like, no, you're going Venom. He's like, okay, well, I don't want to. And then they had to retool the script. And then... I, have I said this on the pod before? But this before, is, you get, before I forget, what would make you more mad as a director? Being told you have to put Venom in your movie to fight like you don't want to, or being told that Venom has to be played by Topher Grace? Well, I think I think the Topher Grace thing can make sense. As in that movie, it's supposed to be the um, the opposite of Tobey Maguire. Sure. Right? So and that's the same reason that the, uh, to- that the symbiote... So- sorry. Symbiote... symbiote made Tobey Maguire nerdy because it enhances those skills or not skills but those weird attributes that you have right so if you're powerful it makes you more powerful if you're a nerd it makes you more of a nerd like he's not cool in all those scenes he's a fucking goof you mean he's not cool when he says uh oh what does he say when he's got Mary Jane and he's just like uh Oh, I think my spidey senses are tingling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gross. Uh, yeah, I mean, so you get you'll get your money when you fix this door. <laughs> man, I mean, I think Spider-Man Three deserves another watch. <laughs> that it's movie so deserves fucking, a Dixon Flick stream, man. It really does. It's so <laughs> funny and bad. But uh, I mean, and then he was hired for Spider-Man Four. Everyone was returning, and then he's like, "I want to do this," and they're like, "No, do this," and he's like, "Fucking bye." <laughs> And then they fired everybody, and then they redid it with uh, Andrew Garfield. So, it's a setup, but... Andrew Garfield, great Spider-Man, bad Peter Parker. Um, no, even as Spider-Man, he's an asshole. I like him. Spider-Man is an asshole. No, he's not. He's super, like, popping off at the mouth all the time and stuff. Yeah, but, like, not an asshole. He's, like, quippy. There's a big difference between quippy... You'd never say James Bond's an asshole. Oh, have you seen the old James Bond movies? Well... Run along now. Men talk. That's one example. Uh, also, I mean, it's all different James Bonds. Like, I would never say Timothy Dalton's an asshole, even though he squeezed a balloon so hard it popped. Uh, living Daylights. Smeared Spionum. Guys, I'm a big old James Bond gay. He does love James Bond. I, Dude, I'm so excited for the new Bond movie. That's coming out soon. It is. This will be on the Patreon. So excited to see all, it. All this conversation. I mean, whatever. Uh, we ended the, con- the episode a long time ago. We did. If you're still listening, you should think about Coming to see us? Where are you this weekend? Nowhere, dude. I've got a pretty empty uh, February. All right. Well, I am going to be at Dr. Grin's with Dana Gould. He's going to be Gould. there. And uh, very excited. Uh, he's going to be headlining. I'll be emceeing. And then next weekend, I'm emceeing again. Who's featuring? Uh, it's a guy on Thursday. Can't remember his name. And then Hannah Ironbinder. I name. think that's how you pronounce it. i got to find out. But uh, that's Friday, Saturday. For some reason, there's two different features. But she is the daughter of Lorraine Newman. Who's that? From the first uh, five years of SNL. Oh. Lorraine Newman! <laughs> That's my Don Pardo. Don Pardo. But man, I am excited for that weekend. That's coming up. So tonight, Friday, Saturday. Yep. I mean, that's good, right? I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elsinger. And that, and that was, was bad. bad.